Hi, this is Stephanie Kramer, and I am the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. And I sure hope you will all tune in to The Secret Circle on the CW Network Thursday nights. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Welcome to another edition of On Screen and Beyond, the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as an interview with someone from the TV, movie, or music industry. I'm your host, Brian Zemarek. This is episode 194 of On Screen and Beyond. I'm battling a cold this week, so I sound a little, little funny here. But we're going to struggle through. I'm not going to talk too much. I want to get right into our interview. We have a great guest coming your way. Stephanie Kramer, who played Detective Dee Dee McCall on Hunter, is going to be with us. And she's going to be here in just a few minutes to talk about Hunter and uh, all sorts of stuff, and especially her appearance on a TV show that's uh, tomorrow starts. And it's The Secret Circle on the CW Network at 9 o'clock. So be sure to check that one out. She's going to talk about that. It's all coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. Let's get right into Remake Madness on the first show of On Screen and Beyond for 2012. Remake Madness, well, it looks like a remake of the Spanish sci-fi film Time Crimes is in the works, and the gangster film The Hit is also headed for a remake, and you can hear some stirrings going on of a remake of Stephen King's Carrie, and they were going around for a while, and now they're back. And they are throwing around names for possible directors, so we'll keep you informed on that one. That is it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as new upcoming movies? Next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Upcoming movies. Well, it looks like Woody Allen's next film will be Nero Fiddled and will star Jesse Eisenberg, Alec Baldwin, and Penelope Cruz. And you can look for Tom Arnold, Bradley Cooper, Kristen Bell, and Drax Shepard to uh, be in a film called Outrun. And you can look for it next summer. And look for Kurt Russell and Matt Dillon to star in The Black Marks. And it's a comedy about a bank heist. That seems to be the thing lately, bank heists. So that's it for upcoming movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to step into Sequel City and find out what's coming your way as far as sequels. Next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Sequel City, well, Cloudy with a chance of Meatballs 2 is in the works. Co-directors have been named, but no cast as of yet. And look for Jurassic Park 4. It's been long talked about, but now Spielberg, who seems to be busier than ever, says it's on his schedule. And Drive is getting a sequel. In book form, anyways, but I'm not sure that uh, you know a movie version will not be too far away, of course. That's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we take a peek at what's coming away as far as TV on DVD. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Got your happy price, price line. TV on DVD, well, May 1st will bring us the sixth season of The Virginian. And also on May 1st, you can check out the fifth season of Wagon Train as it rides into stores. And on April 10th, look for the complete series of Logan's Run on DVD. That is it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen to Be On, what's going to be coming away as far as movies on DVD? Find out next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Movies coming your way on DVD, well, February 24th. Puss in Boots hits DVD and Blu-ray. And Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, lands on DVD and Blu-ray in May. And Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows, can be yours in May. That is it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we have the pleasure of having actress Stephanie Kramer joining us. She, of course, was Detective Dee Dee McCall on the hit TV show Hunter back in the 80s and 90s. And then they turned around and brought it back in 2000 for two movies in 2002, 2003. And then they brought it back as a short-lived series uh, once again. So she's going to be on On Screen and Beyond. She's going to be talking about, she's going to be appearing on, for how long? We don't know. It's a guess. She's going to talk about that. But she is going to be on The Secret Circle on the CW Network tomorrow night, Thursday night, January 5th, and it's at 9 o'clock. So you want to check it out. She's coming up next right here on On Screen and Beyond. Stephanie Kramer is next. Today on On Screen and Beyond, my guest is an actress who played Detective Dee Dee McCall on the popular 80s and 90s TV show Hunter, as well as reprising the role in 2002 and 2003 in TV movies. She also is an accomplished singer, and tomorrow night on the CW Network, she will once again grace our TV screens in The Secret Circle as it premieres a new episode of the TV show involving witches. It's Stephanie Kramer. Stephanie, it's a pleasure to have you here on On Screen and Beyond. It's nice to be here. Thank you, and Happy New Year. Yes, you too. <laughs> Actually, you are the first episode of On Screen and Beyond for 2012. Ah, oh, I'm honored. Thank so. you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stephanie, uh, the big news, of course, we're going to go into all the other information about your, your Hunter's show and, and everything else in your career, but the big news is you are going to be on The Secret Circle. Yes. Yes, I am, and... Uh... What can you tell us? I mean, is I know a lot of times people they they can't say too much. <laughs> so you know how what? much can and, you tell us? I hate that, but you're right. <laughs> I am somewhat uh, you know limited. I cannot necessarily answer the questions as fully as I would would like to mm-hmm. at this time. But um, and we understand. Yes, I'm coming on as uh, the matriarch of the Mead family, Kate Mead, and that is um, uh, uh, kind of an interesting thing because I'm playing Gail Harold's you know, Charles's mother, and um, the grandmother to Diana, who's the same age as my real daughter in real life. (laughs) 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 I told my daughter, I'm playing a grandmother to a 16-year-old. She went, wait, you're my mom, and I'm 16. I said, don't. It's TV, honey. (laughs) (laughs) I got got to tell you something, though, before you continue, that I do not see you as a 
grandmother type in a TV show. <laughs> well, you look as young as the girls who are on the show. <laughs> oh, you're very sweet. I, I wouldn't go that far, but you're sweet to say that. Um, whatever works, honestly, it's I. I don't have an issue with it. I just got a, a kick out of it. It's a really fun show to work on. Um, and yes, it is involving uh, witches and witchcraft, which is uh, making it. You know, kind of this paranormal journey mm-hmm. uh, that's based in this uh, family structure with all these different dynamics and all these different people involved. And uh, I had to learn it along the way because I wasn't as familiar with the show. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of doing catch-up yep. while we were filming and then certainly, you know, saw an episode prior and then all of the other ones in a recent marathon so I could figure out who everybody is and exactly what was happening. Yeah. Well, uh, what, um, Monday night they showed two episodes, Tuesday night they showed two episodes, uh, you know, and uh, tonight's two episodes, and then uh, tomorrow is the... It, now, is this a premiere of the new season, or is it one of, one of those shows that they take a break in between? I think it's the latter, which uh, is... Uh, I, I, it's kind of odd, isn't it? I, I know. I can't, I can't tell nowadays I can't figure that what's out the new season. <laughs> You and me both. I'm like, what? Okay. So I, I do believe that that's exactly what it is. So they take a break and then they come back. Okay, yeah. Because, I mean, when I was a kid, September 1st, around that time, was always when the new show started and then the season went on. <laughs> Nowadays. Yes. And now they take breaks in the middle and uh, everyone goes to, I don't know, Hawaii or something. I don't know why they do that. But, <laughs> but yes, it will be premiering back for the new year tomorrow night on uh, January 5th. Yeah. Now, are you in a recurring role, or is this a, a one-time thing, or can you tell us that? <laughs> well, there has been talk of uh, having me be a reoccurring character, mm-hmm. um, which, of course, I think is a great idea. Right, I, yes. I would love it, because it, the cast is just terrific. Everybody's so sweet, and the crew is great, you know. Uh, uh, it's just a lovely group of people to work with. So uh, that remains to be seen. We'll, we'll see what happens. Okay. And, and I noticed, um, I've been watching some of the, uh, the, the clips uh, on, on the Internet and everything, and uh, I've seen a commercial. Now, was that you I saw in the commercial or one of the uh, Internet uh, clips that they have for Darkness, which is the, episode, the name of the episode, I guess, that you're in? Yes. That way, I thought it was you. I wasn't sure, but you know how it goes so fast sometimes. <laughs> oh, I know. I don't even know if it was me. Okay. <laughs> My daughter's always quick to point it out. That was you, Mom. Yeah, it, it looked like you. Well, they, they use, I can't remember what you were saying, but, uh, you know, I, I, I thought it was you, but I wasn't positive. So No, it, it is. Okay. is Maybe you can't answer that. <laughs> are you a witch? Oh, uh, well, yes. You are? Okay. Yes, I'm one of the elders. See, when I think of a witch, I think of, you know, the, the Wizard of Oz, the, the, the mean witch. Are you a good witch or are you a bad witch? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, apparently, I kind of like the moniker I started hearing. Um, there was some Internet buzz that people are starting to call me the mommy dearest of TV. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, I got such a kick out of that based on what they know about the character. And I guess after you watch it, maybe that's an aptly mm-hmm. placed um title i don't know <laughs> yeah. now, how did you come about getting the part i just went in and met with them and and um uh you know here we are yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Hmm. well that should be interesting everybody's got to watch that because that that it's, it's good to have you back on the screen I well mean, thank you it's it's nice you know i've uh uh taken a, a bit of a break 
uh, on some levels, frankly, because I was raising my daughter, mm-hmm. which is the most important thing in the world to That's me. True. Yeah. So uh, the timing of this uh, in terms of my personal life has really been uh, perfect. So uh, it's it's nice to, to be back on the screen, of course, and to be a part of a show that's uh, really got quite a following all over the world already. I, I uh, It really caught on quite quickly. Well, it, it takes place in uh, Washington, correct? Yes, that's correct. Which, uh, you know, there's there's some some movie that took place in, it was filmed in Washington, or took place in Washington, wasn't there? I don't know. <laughs> Twilight or something like that. Yeah, oh, that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> actually, we filmed in uh, Vancouver. In you actually, Canada. yeah, that's, yeah. Nobody films actually wherever the, the, they claim the place is. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And it's such a shame. But honestly, uh, on the other side of that, however, I think Van- Vancouver's always been one of my favorite cities. And uh, it's a little on the chilly side sometimes. But you know what? It's just a beautiful place. The people are lovely. I have friends there, so... Uh, it's a very quick flight, very quick flight from L.A. to Vancouver. And they do a lot of production up there, don't they, for tons. TV shows? I think there's more production in Vancouver than there is in Los Angeles these days. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a lot of TV shows, that's where they, they, they take off and, and do it up there. I don't and know. a lot of films. I think uh, one of the drivers on the show told me that I believe there were about 40 different productions happening wow. in Vancouver when we were filming. Oh. That's a lot. Yes. Jeez, all at the same time. Jeez. Yeah. So, as far as acting, when you were just a little girl, did you want to be an actress? Uh, were you always out there dancing in front of uh, the, the, the TV and all that, and, and on stage or anything like that, or uh, dancing, you know, uh, dance recitals and things like that? Or how did it come about that you became an actress? You know, I remember sitting on the front porch of uh, my childhood home, and my mom said to me, uh, Honey, what do you think you're going to be when you grow up? What do you want to do? And I looked at her and with complete clarity said, I'm going to be an actress and a singer. Wow. So I always sort of knew what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. And when I just did it, I, I started working in uh, you know, classes at school, of course, and theater growing up as a child and being a part of high school plays and whatever I could do to learn and hone and grow and develop and mature. I wound up going to the uh, American Academy of Dramatic Arts uh, which was a terrific uh, place for me, a terrific place for me to, to learn. And uh, on my graduation day, I was doing a final performance at the Academy of uh, Stephen Sondheim's musical Company, which to this day is one of my favorite uh, musicals. And there were some uh, agents from William Morris Agency in the audience, and they came backstage to sign me mm. on graduation day. Wow. Yes. So... No. Go ahead. There I was, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I was also uh, singing at the same time in, um, at the time in a country rock band. I was singing, oh gosh, five, let's see, four sets a night, five nights a week in clubs all over L.A., although I was trained as a mezzo-soprano in opera. And, <clears throat> pardon me, upon graduation, you know, the board said, you know, you have to go to New York and do Broadway. And I said, you know, I've changed my mind. I've, I've joined this country rock band, and I'm going to stay here and work in TV. And they were like, oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> but I did, and now here we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that was the question I was going to ask, is, is which came first, the singing or the acting? or Both at the same time. Okay. Honestly, both at the same time. I, w- I said to my agents at the time, uh, I'm either going to land a series or I'm going to sign a record deal, and I'm going to go with which whatever one takes off. And 
actually, I was in the process of doing both at the same time. Hmm. And then uh, we got it made, which was a half-hour sitcom on NBC. Yes. Uh, I signed on to that, um, and that parlayed right into a what they used to call a spin-off pilot that Cannell was doing from a show he had on the air at the time called Riptide. Yes. And the day I finished filming the pilot of that show, which I couldn't even tell you what it was called, I drove home, and on my doorstep was the Hunter pilot, Mm -hmm. which I found confusing because I had just shot one. Right. And I thought, I don't get it. What, What is this? And I called and I said, well, we'll take a look at this one, too. So I wound up doing two of them for, for Stephen. Hmm. And, uh, you know, Hunter went, and the rest is history. Yeah. yeah. Now, does that happen very often, that the, the I mean, you, like you say, you were working for one or making a pilot for a production company, and then, this, <clears throat> excuse me, the same production company has you do another one for them. Yeah, I, you know, I found it, I was... <laughs> Believe me, I was real grateful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, of course, I'll do as many as you want right, me to do. Right, you're doubling your chances. I mean, yeah, <laughs> sure. I mean, these odds are better, right? Yeah. Uh, so, but Stephen Cannell was always um, extremely supportive of me. And, I mean, he was just, he was just the best, you know. And he really was in my corner from the get-go for the role of uh, Sergeant McCall, because the, the part was actually written for a, a woman uh, in the script. She was about 12, 10, 12 years older than me. And uh, I was concerned, uh, is this going to work? And he just backed me up at the network and said, I want to go younger. And, you know, here we are. So yeah. uh, he, he just always had my back, you know. Well, the, the banter between you and Fred Dreyer was just, it was just, I don't know, it just seemed so natural the way you, you did it. Well, you know, we had Frank Lupo and Stephen Cannell writing. I mean, it doesn't get True. much better than that for <laughs> that kind of uh, episodic crime dr- drama that's got humor and sarcasm mm-hmm. and quick wit, but still dealing with serious subject matter. I mean, those guys were great at that. Yeah, yeah. And in the, in the endings, you always had those little quirky little things at the end where you'd sort of bicker at each other. Yeah. <laughs> Like a like a married couple, I right, know. Everyone yeah. always <laughs> thought, "What's going on? What's going on?" You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was a good show, and uh, thank you. The the two of you together were, uh, you know, you just had the right chemistry. Yeah, uh, I mean, consistently, that was always the, you know, the response. The chemistry t- completely works. The two of you carry the show, and actually, the show was originally called Hunter and the Call, and uh, that was the original pilot, mm-hmm. uh, but. NBC had another show that uh, Cannell had on air with them, and I, I for the lack of me right, I can't remember what it was called right now. But uh, it had two names, like uh, something and McCormick or something. I, I, I mean, I'm yes. getting it wrong, but they said, you know what? If you do another show with two names, it sounds like the other one. Right. Just yeah. use one name, which mm-hmm. is like whatever. So Hardcastle McCormick do- was it. I'm sorry? Hardcastle and McCormick? Yes, it was. Yeah, okay. That was it. Thank you. And they said, oh, it sounds too much like an, another show with two names. Just ch- Let's just choose one name. But the intention behind the show, uh, Stephen always said, was it's a man and a woman who are equal and both hold their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was so, there anything on the show that comes to mind, you know, a funny little 
episode, or, or not necessarily an episode, but something that happened during an episode that you remember that you can share with us? Oh, my God. I, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, gee, I wouldn't even know how to answer <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, the show was on the air for, what, seven years? There were so right. many episodes. In some ways, it was... It's kind of a big blur because there was so well, sure, much yeah. of a vol. It was such a volume of work. You know, the overall things that I remember were, were more like moments with the cast and crew that were just lighthearted or fun. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, just just moments. If you think back on on your job and what you do, and you have these flashes, right? And right. That's kind of like how it is with me too. Um, I also have a tendency to when I finish a project. It's so finished that I don't carry it in my mind. Just move on to the next. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't mean it wasn't of great value and didn't have meaning or right. that I didn't love it or appreciate it or, or any of that, because all of that's true. It's just that um, I have so much else in my head and yeah. in my life. I, I just don't carry it all. I, I'll often have people stop me and say, oh, you know, my favorite episode was the one where, mm-hmm. and then they'll give me this long, you know, story about what I did and the whole situation and the setups and the, and for the life of me i don't know what they're talking about right. <laughs> <laughs> like really well we one and time we, what had, happened. <laughs> we had somebody on the show one time and I, <clears throat> we had had questions sent in and i asked the person the question and they say these people know more about the show than i do <laughs> oh yeah you know what that's true i have a wonderfully supportive fan base oh, and yeah. some of these people uh, they do. They know more about the show than I do. Mm-hmm. I am just amazed. I'm amazed. Yeah. I don't know how they how they keep it all in their head. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and I've had it. There's there were some reruns on uh, TV Land. Yep. For a while, and um, I didn't allow my daughter to watch it when she was little, of course, because it was too violent, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So she got older, you know. So here's an episode, and she turns it on, and she goes, "Oh." What happens in this, Mom? And, and what's the name of that actor? And I said, I, I, I don't know, honey. <laughs> I don't know. She goes, what do you mean you don't know? You did it. Yeah, but honestly, I, I don't know. Right. I mean, I really don't remember what happens here or who those people are. <laughs> it's terrible. And I don't mean any disrespect. It's just, oh, it's those moments of like, aha. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You yep. have to have my memory jogged to really get into it. But But overall, it was certainly... An experience that did, uh, changed my life for the better. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Did they have you do uh, stunts or anything like that when you were doing or did they have people do stunts for you? Both. Okay. You uh, both. I had a terrific stunt ladies. Um, and then um, I also did stunts when I could, when it was safe to do so, yeah. and uh, including some, you know, driving and certainly uh, fight scenes. I, I had to learn a lot of different ways on, on how to fight, and I certainly learned a lot about firearms and how to shoot practically everything and anything. Hmm. And we did. We, you know, we fired everything under the sun on that show. 
uh, everything from little tiny pearl handled twenty twos that fit in your hand to a you know machine guns. Yeah. And if you'd ever told me that all my years of classical theater training would have brought me to that, you know, <laughs> and this is why I studied Shakespeare. Yeah, I read somewhere that you had to stand on an egg crate when you were in the same shot with Fred Dreyer. Is that true? Yeah, actually, it was called a. They call them an apple, like a quarter apple, half apple, full apple. Mm-hmm. But that term apple was based back in the old silent movie days of of an apple, apple box. Court. Yeah when they'd stand somebody on it who was too short. <laughs> now, I personally don't consider myself short. I just consider Fred exceptionally large right. <laughs> and tall. So, um, yeah, if I had on flats in particular, it was kind of absurd. You couldn't hold us comfortably to the visual eye on screen in a two-shot. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be like, well, there's his head down there bobbing in the bottom <laughs> of the screen. So, yeah, I was often on... Um, on uh, Quarter, half, or full apples. Yeah. Yeah, because hmm. the guy is like six, seven. Wow. You know, or he's really tall. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm five, six on a really good day. So, you know. Yeah. That's a big discrepancy. Oh, yeah. Jeez. So I was constantly in high heels at the beginning and, and running around in high heels chasing people, and which got to be ridiculous to the point where I finally said, we have to stop putting me in high heels. I can't chase after these people and race downstairs and what, until it got to the point where in the, when those scenes came up, I kicked my shoes off and just ran barefoot. <laughs> I know. They always got these, these, these beautiful women detectives or, or police women or something, and, and they put them in high heel shoes. How are they going to do that? <laughs> I know. Like, what are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I know what they're thinking, but, they, but it's yeah. not practical. I mean, Good point. <laughs> So, you left after six seasons, correct? That is correct, yeah. yes. Now, the show ended after the year after you left. Yeah. And then it came back. What, what Were you surprised when the, uh, the TV movies were, uh, you know, when they were trying to get people to come, come back for the TV movies? Yes. You know, I uh, was at a, an event with a friend of mine, and I, there was Stephen, a camel. And it was a book a book event, and he was there with one of his novels. And, uh, oh, it was just, you know, it was great to see him again, and what are you doing? And he took me by the arm, he says, come here, come here, come here, and he's all excited, and he takes me in the corner, and he goes, we're bringing Hunter back. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> what a surprise that was. Oh. And he explained what they were doing. And, and the thing that was really kind of exceptional about it and, and kind of a deja vu thing was it had, except for Charlie Hallahan, God bless his soul, who had quite an untimely death, it had all the same cast and I would say at least 70% of the original crew. Wow. So here we were some 10 years later doing the same thing with the same people mm-hmm. just 10 years later. Yeah. And, and we shot it down in San Diego instead of up here in L.A., Frankly, I was fine with because I love San Diego. Mm-hmm. And uh, the idea was, as you stated, we were going to do two films of the week. And dependent upon how that went and, you know, what the numbers were, they would consider uh, bringing it back as a series again. Hmm. And, in fact, the films had some of the highest ratings the network had all year. Yeah. And Jeez. so they did do a full order, or, or I guess not a full order. I think they did 13, episode uh, order of 13. Um, and we started filming those. 
I think that when there was a problem in consistency of placement on the calendars, for example, if the show came on, call it uh, 10 o'clock in Los Angeles, it came on at 8 o'clock in a different state. Mm -hmm. I I never did wrap my mind about what happened there, but uh, originally the show was back on Saturday nights at 10 o'clock on NBC, just as it had been. Mm -hmm. I think we wound up shooting... Gosh, you know, I've forgotten. Maybe four or six episodes, and I don't, I don't think anyone's ever seen the the final ones. I don't even know if I have a copy. Wow, huh. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check it out. I, I can't remember how many we finally put in the can, but um, it was a fun journey for as long as that lasted too. And it was really kind of an interesting thing to, to like I said, come full circle again. Yeah. Did it feel like going home when you were with the whole crew and everybody else that you had worked with so many times yeah. you know, back before? Yeah, it was kind of like old homework. I mean, it wasn't the entire crew, of course, right. but yeah, a yeah. great many of them. Uh, yeah, I remember standing with Fred. We were filming down in La Jolla, which is such a beautiful area down there in San Diego. We're standing on the beach on these bluffs, getting ready to do the scene. And I looked at him, I said, is this just the weirdest dang thing or what? <laughs> <laughs> I said, look, here we are doing this again. And we just both laughed at the at the sheer, I don't know, it was it, just absurdity of it. You know, it, it was so kind of one of those moments that you had to be there. But it it was uh, it was quite something. Yeah. But we enjoyed ourselves, and, and I certainly did. I, yeah. I really did. Yeah, and, the, and, and the thing is, the network seem to be the ones who can ruin a series more than anybody, you know, not... Not, it's not the people aren't watching it, it's the people don't know when to watch it because the networks are bouncing it around to different time slots and, and now they take the breaks and everything else. So I think, you know, they're the problem as far as why the shows don't succeed, you know, when, when they do come about. Well, I think there's something to that. And, uh, and there's also, you know, you they want a show that's got a lot of ad dollars behind it. And, and in today's market, it seems like they really don't give shows much of a chance. If it doesn't yeah. just burst out of the gate with your hair on fire, they're not interested, you know. And mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. just got to really grab some attention straight away. Otherwise, uh, you know, a long time ago, they used to allow shows to develop and grow right. and, and garner an audience over time. Uh, I don't think that happens much anymore. Yeah, that's that's the problem. They don't, don't give anybody a chance. But, uh... Yeah. What about your singing? How's that going? Are you uh, performing around anywhere? Um, I have, well, you know, as you know, I have a a couple of CDs. One of them is Mm -hmm. a compilation of mainly original work called uh, One Dream. And uh, the second one is a live recording of a cabaret evening I I do. It's a one-woman show. It's called The Great American Songbook. Uh, That last show, The Great American Songbook, I have been performing in different cabaret venues. The last time was here in L.A. at the Catalina Jazz Club. Um, this last year, I haven't been... Uh, oh, geez, I've been so busy doing other things, and everybody has been saying, when are we going to come see you sing again? I feel kind of bad, <laughs> because I've been going, well, I, I, let me finish this, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, but yes, I'm working on a second uh, evening, which is an entirely different kind of show hopefully on its feet by summer, if I have the time to create it and write it. Um, I've been spending a lot of time, my daughter is going off to college in August, so uh, anybody who's ever journeyed down the road of college applications mm-hmm. <laughs> and preparatory energy and activity knows how much time that takes. Oh, yes. So that's really been on my plate forefront. Uh, 
But in addition to that, um, I've uh, co-written uh, a feature film with a, a writing partner of mine. He's a, he's a wonderful screenwriter. His name is David Chisholm. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> pardon me. And uh, that film, we have a terrific producer and lead actress attached. Um, tell you who i'm so sorry that, no i understand that we have this happen a lot <laughs> i'm so sorry but i will yeah. <laughs> as soon as i can officially state it uh, but i'm really excited about it and uh it is a romantic comedy um i love it i when we sat down to work together um i said you know there's just not enough laughter out there let's create something that's going to make people smile so uh the response has been terrific so i'm very pleased with that um, in addition to that, I've been working on a compilation of short stories with another friend of mine who's a novelist. She's a Southwestern novelist. Her name is Jan Arrington Walcott out of Santa Fe. Um, we began that project quite some time ago, and then life intervened, and we had to take a break, as life would sometimes demand you do so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we are now back into that process as well. So um, I've been writing a great deal. So um, you busy. As opposed to singing a great deal. Yeah. Uh, not that I have to do one at the expense of the other, but now here we are on Secret Circle, and you know one thing leads to right. another, and uh, I just do a lot of different things. I really do. That's great. Great. I got two final questions for you. Yeah. And this is a little bit away from what we've been talking about. Uh, it's more on a personal note. What are your favorite TV shows of all time? Not not ones you're in necessarily, but uh, just things that you enjoy to kick back and watch, or watch when you were when you were young, whatever. Boy, of all time, that's that's a tall order there, <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I couldn't choose just just one because there are too many that I have enjoyed, certainly through childhood growing up. You know, I have to say uh, All in the Family mm-hmm, yeah. is still one of my favorite all-time half hours. Yeah. And, you know, that show just spanned the arc of, of many generations. Because uh, my daughter, at uh, 10 years old, that was her favorite show. Ah, okay. Um, I also, um, along those older shows, really appreciated Golden Girls. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, Betty White, the author. All of them. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they're all a great cast. Wonderfully acted, beautifully written. The performances were fabulous. You know, the whole thing is Mm the same with All in the Family. You can't touch that, you know. Those things are great. Um Oh my God! I'm I'm a uh, Western freak. Really? Oh yeah, I love westerns. Yeah. I mean, I love westerns. So if ever I see a rerun of Bonanza, I was just going to say that. <laughs> oh, oh my God! I've got to watch it. I'm a ben- I'm like I loved Bonanza. It used to come on, you know, in reruns when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm, yeah. <gasps> I could never get enough of it. Yeah. <laughs> now, now were you? Uh, before Adam or after Adam that you enjoyed? Uh, before or after Adam, that's so biblical. Yes. <laughs> biblical. Couldn't even say it. Um, I can't, I, you know, the whole of it, the all of it. I, yeah. I just, uh, you know, uh, there was, um, uh, when I was a little girl, when I was 10, I had a serious accident and was in a body cast for quite some time. And my mother rolled the television into my bedroom so that I could have some kind of entertainment. Mm -hmm. And in the daytime, the reruns would come on, and it would be Bonanza. And that was like the best ever. (laughs) And it really got me 
I always loved westerns, even before that. But after that, it was that was it for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to do a western. Hmm. Yeah. Now, <laughs> nowadays, it's tough. There's not too many westerns around. No, and I still <laughs> love the genre. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's classically American, and it's just you know the. It's, uh, the thematics are, are just so black and white and simple, but so true. And yeah. I just love Western. Yeah. So I don't know. There's so many shows out there, you know, that are so terrific on the air. I love Modern Family. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, right now I think that's a yeah. very funny show. Yeah. What about movies? What are your favorite all-time movies? Oh, God, you're asking me to, like, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, tap my favorite child. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think I could name Now, I actually watch more films. Than, than television. Really? Yeah. Well, what's yeah. your favorite genre then? What what type? Oh, of I don't movie? I don't have a favorite genre. Oh, uh, you watch it? Okay. Well, I, I <laughs> one, one thing I don't wa- I don't watch in films is uh, horror, gore. Mm-hmm. You know, like the stabbing, slashing. I don't watch any of that. Yeah, yeah. That's not my deal. Some mm-hmm. people are really into it. I that's cool. That's fine. It's not mine. But I am actually more into films than and actually into television. Uh, I television I tend to utilize more as a learning uh, tool. I know that I, I'm a news junkie. I watch documentaries. Um, yeah? Yeah. I, I'm more into news and documentaries and history and mm-hmm. science. Uh, those are the things that spark my interest that I will watch continually on television as opposed to a, pati- a particular series. Um, but having said that, films, oh my gosh, the list is so endless, I couldn't even be... I mean, just because Christmas just finished, it's a wonderful life. Oh yes, yeah. Okay, one of the I think one of the greatest films ever made. Yeah, we had we had Zuzu on the show last year. Did you? <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness! Does she still have her pedals? She she. <laughs> She was uh, talking about how she goes around to different places uh, every, all year long, but mostly around Christmas time, and talks about the pedals and the, the the bells and everything else. It was very interesting to hear her talk. My goodness, you know, I was and still am to this day an enormous James Stewart fan. Mm, yeah. Oh my God, I am such a Jimmy Stewart fan. Uh, one of my favorite. I I had done a. Uh, I was part of a. A show celebrating Bob Hope's birthday for NBC and his something like 50 years or 60 years on the network. I don't even know how many years. It was sometime in the 80s. And Bob had called me and asked if I would open up the show along with Sammy Davis Jr. Wow. And I thought, what am I going to say? No, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I got to go get my nails done. (laughs) You know, I was like, my God, I was so honored and so excited. I mean, I get to sing and dance with Sammy Davis, right? Jeez. Which was a thrill and a half. And of course, I was able to act with him later on Hunter as well, which was fabulous. And I'd done a number of of uh, Bob Hope's shows, and he was always so generous and so supportive of me. And God bless them, both of them. They were such talents. Yeah, we don't guys. make them like that anymore. Right. But um, long story short, I was backstage. I was uh, went on and did a number, and when I finished. I'm going off into the wings, and standing in the wings, ready to come on after me, is Jimmy Stewart. Wow. Now, I have, like, a thing for him, okay? <laughs> I always did. I mean, I have I've always had a thing for him. And I was just like, oh, I was so starstruck. I couldn't even speak. And I 
came off stage. I'm, I'm on the wings, and he, as soon as he sees me, he's clapping, and I just finished singing and dancing. And he puts his arms out to me, and he goes, whoa, 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 that was, you're, you're, you're wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and he just gives me a big hug. Wow. And I was so overwhelmed that I looked at him, and I could think of nothing to say. I looked, and I just looked at him and said, I love you. <laughs> like an idiot <laughs> and it was so wonderful he looked at me and he went well well i love you too <laughs> and i could have basically just died and gone to heaven wow and and subsequently i met him a couple of times after that as well and it honestly that just stayed in my my mind and my heart forever you know i i'm starstruck of certain people as well and he was definitely one of them oh yeah well i mean let's face it he was <laughs> he was a uh, uh, growing up that he was just somebody you you saw in you know every major film oh. and everything and they don't come any better yeah i mean you know and he's done so many classic films that it's unreal so but, oh yeah wow that's oh yeah <laughs> well stephanie this has been fascinating and i appreciate you so much taking so much time to talk to us and uh, i wish you luck with your new show the the book <laughs> what's it called <laughs> the Steve? secret circle That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i hope that uh, they have you on as a regular character as opposed to you know at this point not knowing what you're going to be <laughs> yeah well we'll see what happens you know but uh it's always the journey that's the fun part, so uh, I have appreciated my time on that, and uh, I hope you get to tune in and watch. I get to play a really fun character, I yes. must say. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, they, I'll definitely be watching. I, I, I want to see you back on the screen, so uh, Yay. it'll be fun to see you. <laughs> so, Well, Stephanie, thank you very much. I really do appreciate it. Well, I appreciate the time, Brian. I, I've enjoyed it. Thank you. Stephanie Kramer, I want to thank her so much for taking the time to talk to us. She was a, a pleasure to talk with. She uh, graciously accepted us to do this interview, and I thank her so much for doing that. And uh, she had some great stories. So, uh, you know, tell a friend. Be sure to have him check it out. And be sure to check out Stephanie Thursday nights on The CW. And she is on The Secret Circle. And it starts tomorrow night, Thursday, January 5th. She's going to be on, and hopefully she's going to be on uh, in a recurring role. We'll see. We'll see what happens. you got to keep watching the show. It's a good show, too. So check it out. And uh, as I said, I'm fighting a cold, and if I don't shut up here, I am going to be coughing in your ear, so I'm going to stop in just a minute here. But I just want to remind you, if you are on Facebook, be sure to like us. You can go to onscreenandbeyond.com, and you can scroll down to the bottom. We have a link right there that will get it to you, and you can go there, and you can, you know, Check out us. Check us out on there, and um, we appreciate if you do that. If you're on iTunes, leave us a uh, review there, and uh, you know, just uh, leave a little message. Tell a friend that we are out there, and we are heading toward our 200th show. So we are going to be working on that as we go along here. We have a lot of great guests coming your way. If you have a suggestion of somebody who you'd like to have on the show, email it to us at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. We'll do our best uh, to get them on. And it's it's so nice when uh, we get all these people who are gracious enough to take the time to talk to us, and we appreciate it very much. So that is about it. Oh, boy, I'm almost going to cough here, but I'm going to finish it up before I do. So until next time, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care.